Welcome back again to the Northwest Convergence Zone. Uh, we don't always have musicians in here. Sometimes you see comedians. We actually don't see them because you're listening to this. But this Unless week, you're watching the YouTube channel. Sometimes we have them up. That's true. Um, but this week, we had uh, a fantastic cat from the Sure Microphone Company come in. His name's Dave Mendez. And uh, he's uh, in the marketing development um, wing section, whatever, Flew in over to there. see us. Flew in. Right from the airport, came up to the man cave, and it was a very uh, informative interview. And uh, I'm I was really impressed by this guy, weren't you? Oh, man, I'm tell if you have anything to do with singing, playing in a band, I don't care if it's just karaoke. One thing is in in common with all those activities and events: you're on a microphone and yep. you want to sound good. And yep. this guy. Really lays it down, and and he gets very technical, and I think a lot of people out there who are in bands and stuff are going to really dig this, and he's going to tell us how to sound really good. All right, Dave, how's it going? Thanks for coming in to the uh, Man Cave today, and uh, we're proud to have you. <laughs> just stepped off a plane and actually just kind of drove straight here. That's... Uh, that's pretty impressive, my man. Thank you. Thanks for having me. That's uh, that's sort of the the intensity I bring to the equation and the dedication. Come <laughs> <laughs> straight from the airport <laughs> and free food. <laughs> well, that that you know, that had, I'm sure that had something to do with it. Twinkies. Twinkies. Uh, hey, we're only the best. I can't in the man resist cave. Twinkies. <laughs> Absolutely. And Cheez Its. White cheddar Cheez Its. White cheddar. Favorite. Those they things are. are addictive, man. I they think are. they have drugs in them. Kryptonite. So, uh, sure, as a company. It's uh, well known, obviously, for its microphones, but it does way it has many, many more products. But just give us a, a quick background of Sure as a company, how they started, and and just kind of bring us up to date with Sure. Absolutely, uh, Sure is approximately eighty five years old, which is one of one of the oldest in the industry. Uh, started by Sydney and Sure back in nineteen twenty five. So it was actually started as a radio kit company, believe it or not, in Chicago. Uh, not a microphone company. Uh, really? Radio kits, real big. People wanted to you know, put them together. Uh, it started out that way and then kind of got into the microphone distribution business and then eventually microphone manufacturing. So was it all catalog at the time? It was all catalog at the beginning, absolutely, mm -hmm. yeah. And, uh, you know, survived the Depression, uh, through good leadership. One of the things that really, I think, propelled Sure to being the company that it is today and, and uh, a very long-living long company, very trusted company, is uh, was actually World War II, believe it or not. Uh, sure ended up getting contracts for the military uh, to build microphones for, for the war effort, and that ramped up production, ramped up employment, but it also, what it forced uh, us to do was, was really step up our quality control and the quality of the products. That's that's kind of why, one of the reasons Shure is known for that today. Uh, but the other reason is that, you know, once the war ended, the other decision that was made by Mr. Shure was to not go back to making products the old way. You know, uh, he, he decided that people had come to know Shure as, as being this quality product that wouldn't break, they could rely on, and he didn't see the sense in saving a few bucks and going back to the old ways of manufacturing to save a few dollars. So we we kept that up, and that's one of the reasons since World War II, Sure has been one of the most trust, trusted audio brands out there. Yeah, it's one of the, uh, obviously it's one of the biggest brands in the world, and the headquarters that you're coming to us from is in Chicago. Right. It's a, a suburb called Niles. It's just uh, probably about 30 or so minutes 30 to 40 minutes uh, traffic. And where else? <laughs> from downtown. <laughs> so like five miles, basically. Exactly. Basically, yeah. And where else in the world do you have uh, Shure uh, headquarters or bases? Shure's all over the place. Uh, we have a, we've got, got offices in Germany. Uh, we've got offices in, uh, in China. We have uh, distribution all over the world. Uh, there's a Shure UK office. We actually ended up buying one of our distributors and, and that's now owned and operated by us. And uh, pretty much every every country in the world, there's a distribution center, a place to get Sure products. 
And where are the microphones actually made? Where are they made? Uh, they are made in a combination of places. We have uh, Wheeling, Illinois has been a longtime facility. Uh, we also have um, manufacturing in Juarez, Mexico, and Shuzhou, China. And uh, I know kind of uh, manufacturing abroad sometimes has kind of a, a bad reputation, bad rap associated with it. One of the key things that, that Sure did as an ISO certified company is that we own and operate all of our manufacturing. So it's not, you know, we didn't just kind of walk into any old factory in these other countries and say, all right, here are the plans, go build it. You know, it, it's it's sure, no matter where it is. You know, we, we train the staff. Some of the, text, the test fixtures, uh, test machines are actually made. Some of them are actually made in the U.S. and shipped over. So we, we have a very active uh, role. So we make sure the quality standard is Absolutely. up to the the sure label right so no matter where the product is actually manufactured or assembled uh it's it's still a sure product it still has to go through a lot of the same quality tests that you know legendary products like the 58 and 57 go through now tell us your role with the sure company my role i i fit uh the, my title is actually market development specialist and uh, i work with for the americas my function is to uh basically travel around the western u.s and be to some extent a product evangelist. That's one way of putting it. Also, uh, <laughs> that's a nice. Name, I like huh? that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Especially since I'm on my way to a Christian. And you kind of look summit. like Jesus. Well, <laughs> the hair has been growing for a while. I gotta say, uh, but it's it's really just to be kind of a face for sure. You know, out there talking with end users, talking with dealers, providing training information about either new products or existing products. Maybe uh, one of the things I've been sort of active with has been uh, furthering knowledge about some FCC changes for wireless microphones. And that's not really a product. It's just an effort that sure, among other, you know, folks uh, in the industry have been involved with for, for many years. So it's really just whatever we need in the area regarding training or product knowledge and sort of um, just relationship building. Is what I is kind of what I do. So it's a it's a very wide net. <laughs> yeah. they send you I, out there and like represent. I kind of unofficially I sort of describe it as as a jack of all trades, <laughs> and uh, have mics will travel. Nice, <laughs> nice. kind of roll. Yeah, and you have your. I do. Your, uh, I actually I do have mics, and I did travel. So yeah, I'm and not double lying. D say hello. Hello. That's on a what? How, how much was that, Mike? He's he's on a the the reverse side of a new KSM three thirteen ribbon microphone. And I am impressed. Doesn't yeah. this make me sound great? No, not no, at super quiet. sexy. That's what yes. it sounds like. <laughs> Your wife's on the phone. Uh, now take us through. I know you guys obviously are huge in the music business because uh you know whether you're in a band or you're you know just singing karaoke your singer drummer everything has to be mic'd and you guys have just an array of microphones for different things tell us what you have and uh maybe school us a little bit on what's best with you know for a live mic studio mic uh you know micing up up your drum set and those those kind of things. Wow, uh, like you said, uh, being an eighty-five year old company, uh, we have uh, had a lot of time to manufacture things and come up with new things. So it's kind of a it's kind of a big product portfolio. But as far as performance and recording goes, it can kind of boil down to really four lines of microphones for us um, that have very specific roles. Not necessarily live and recording, but just sort of just roles in, in our line. They can be used for various purposes. So Sure kind of gets started with what we call our PG line, which uh, stands for performance gear. And and what it really is, is, is performance gear is professional grade sound at uh, Sure's most affordable price. So it's it's a good way for people to get started with like a Sure product. a beginner product. type thing? Uh, beginner or just, you know, it's... Maybe not beginner, but just you know more affordable. You right, know? Yeah. So if it's somebody that that just yeah, I guess the beginner garage would be band it. type. Or, you yeah, know, garage band weekend warriors uh, kind of thing. Novice recordists. There you go. Uh, those sorts of folks, or even if they you know they're out of money and they need to <laughs> they need and they need to supplement whatever they currently have with that something that's functional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, just you know something that's functional. You know they, we have this much left. We need X amount of microphones. Right. You know it's just will they work? 
Yeah. And but they're, they and still quality have the product. sure quality. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and those products, you know, they run the gamut of, of live and recording. We have uh, in that line, we have a couple of uh, large diaphragm condenser microphones that would, that are much more suited to recording than they would be live sound as well as USB condensers. Our PG-27 and PG-42, those are our sort of the PG-27 is kind of our instrumental multi-purpose condenser. The 42 may be more suited for vocal type applications. Mm -hmm. But there's also, you know, the PG-58, which is the more affordable version of, you know, the venerable SM-58. has a, you know, it's has a on and off switch, which is not something you typically find on a more professional microphone used with a live sound engineer because... They frankly don't want to give yeah, control I know. <laughs> to, to, to the person holding the microphone. Uh, in general, totally understandable. So that, yes. that's what that's what PG is for us is is professional grade sound at, oh, at a good price, good. right? SM, the, the mics that we all know and love, right? SMs yep. continue to be and probably will always be. We hope at least uh, workhorses of the stage and studio. The kind of mics you can you can put through the. The ringer, put through the washer, uh, run over them with a truck, dunk them in water or beer or whatever, and <laughs> after they dry out, <laughs> use them again. They they should you know survive, and and that extends to the studio, right? I mean, everybody kind of con considers the fifty eight and fifty seven to be live microphones, but sometimes it's forgotten that the fifty seven is probably the most used studio microphone on the planet. Wow! In that it's all you know, any record you go you go through. The 57 was probably on the guitar amps, and it was probably on the snare drum. Hmm. So, you know, there are other microphones out there that, that have... So is the know, SM58 more of a vocal mic? Yes. Uh, 58, we kind of brand as, as the vocal mic, and the 57 is the instrument mic. Okay. Largely because the 58 has that ball grill with mm -hmm. the windscreen inside. And the 57 doesn't. And the 58s are what we use here on our podcast. I w of course. That's <laughs> nothing but. Nothing but the best. Yeah. As I said, that was, that was in my rider, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, we had to. Twinkies, Cheez-Its, and 58s. We had to run out and buy one. He wouldn't cross, he wouldn't cross the thres threshold here until he No, he was, he, well, he had his eyes on him like that. And he was <laughs> there like, they are. That's not one. <laughs> so, of course, I swapped in something completely over the top. Yes. Now, the USB mics, those are fairly new to, uh, you know, recording. And a lot of people now are doing stuff on the computers with Rock Band and, you know, doing their own uh, home studio stuff on, you know, the on the Macs and so forth. Right. Uh, USBs, I know when they first came out, those were, they were pretty shady. They were not that great a quality. How did Sure... When did they jump in with the USB mics, and, and how do you carry over that same quality <laughs> into the USB mics? Well, uh, we, we jumped in rather recently, uh, which you, one, some would say rather late. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 like to, I prefer to say we jumped in rather recently. And, and well, you what, were waiting for everyone else to fail, and yeah. then you were going to kind of jump in with quality stuff. Something like that. Uh, <laughs> What what we we want to make sure that when we do something we we do it right and to the nth degree. So we want to make sure that it's a fully featured product that will also survive you know a relative degree of abuse uh, more than more than some others. And and those kinds of things incorporating those kinds of things into a product that's also relatively affordable takes takes some time. And so it did take us a little bit of time. I know we we uh, we had one of the number one questions on our uh, FAQ online was, you know, how do I connect my 58 to my computer <laughs> for for a while uh, before we actually had a solution? And what we ended up coming out with were, were two things. We, we we knew the USB microphone was, was a big thing, uh, so we wanted to make sure that we had at least one offering. We ended up with two. We ended up with uh, an instrumental sort of multi-purpose uh, version, the PG-27 USB, and then we had the PG-42 USB. I kind of prefer to think of them as maybe standard accessory pack and premium in that the 27 comes with a hard mount and okay. a padded bag, whereas the PG-42, what you get with that is a, a nice shock mount mm -hmm. and a nice hard case to protect it with. So that's right. that's kind of where you get what you get for the extra sort of fifty dollars. And are those runs. how are those selling? Because I, I we know a lot of people who do podcast, and we and we talk to uh, people who you know uh, we've had artists on here who record on their computers and stuff. And I'm just curious how 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 well are the, those selling? Because I know you can also now buy adapters that you can 
plug your S58 right. into and then run a USB. Well, there actually, the funny you should mention that that was the second solution that we came out with. We decided it would be since obviously we have the 58 and people use those for podcasts all the time, as we're doing right now. Yes, uh, there's a need to get existing microphones into your computer via USB. So as I lean away bag. from the microphone, <laughs> we we also have it. What's called an X2U. Yes. Clever name, huh? XLR to USB adapter. Nice. Yeah. Oh, marketing guys are always They're thinking. sweet over there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is a little nice barrel adapter that, that has all the functionality that the USB mic has, obviously, without the microphone elements. So you can swap in a 57, a 58. You, it has a switchable 48-volt uh, phantom power on nice. it. Nice. Hmm. Uh, so you can any condenser that you have uh, can work with this. And it's got a, just like the USB mic has, it's got a, a, a mic, a pre-conversion analog mic gain. So uh, probably, I think it's about 40 dB or so with a tricolor clip indicator. So you can set your, your gain appropriately. We, we decided both with the USB mic and the X2U to build in a headphone amp. Oh, nice. So you have monitoring off the device, and mm -hmm. it's zero latency monitoring. So it's direct monitoring. So there's there's none of that distracting echo or <laughs> delay that you would get with some other things. And on top of that, we said, all right, well, you know, if that's fine for, for speech recording, you, you may not need to overdub, right? You might not need to do uh, playback. But there's a lot of musicians that want to try to record a demo. So they're going to be multi-tracking guitar and, you know, bass and other things. So what we decided to do was put a Q blend, a Q mix knob on this too. That's a lot so you of can, things. You that's can a blend, lot. That's right? about the size of a cigar. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. And that's a lot of stuff in there. Looks yeah. like a miniature lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably got as much technology in it. <laughs> More. <laughs> yeah, watch where you swing that thing. Yeah. Don't look out. Okay. <laughs> and and even has you see the the straps on the back. We even decided to put some Velcro straps on this so you can attach it to your mic stand and get it up off the table out of the way. That is very so cool. So that that thing runs about 100 bucks. That's that is not bad, not bad at all. Just that adapter. No, not bad at all. And then the USB microphone has the same things just built around the mic. So it doesn't look like a crazy interface box shoved into a microphone. It looks like a condenser mic, but it has all that functionality mm. around it. So That's amazing. So that's kind of what we did. Uh, they're, they're selling okay. I think it's one of those things where it has more features than a lot of the ones out there. Uh, and I, I think once people get to try it, more they'll you know they, they really latch onto it very well it's just the trick is getting people to sort of understand all those features and and use them but as, as a first time user uh one of the key features for this thing is is plug and play mm -hmm. no drivers needed mac and pc compatible you know especially with GarageBand, you about two seconds after you plug it in you know mac os asks, asks you if you want to if if sure digital is what you want to use as your I/O, and nice. you just say okay, and you're done. I mean, Off it's, you go. it's real, real simple. And uh, <clears throat> let's move ahead to what are my favorite mics, even though I don't own one, but that is on my Christmas list: the Super Fifty Fives. Got it. The uh, the Chrome. Uh, tell us a little bit of, a about the design. I mean, nothing beats the design of these things. When did those? When did that design first came out? And what's been the progression of uh, those just great looking classic standard? You know, it's the Elvis like a, mic. It's the yeah, Elvis it's mic. the Elvis mic. It, it's every famous radio guy you've ever seen uh, mm -hmm. has been on that mic it's it's the yeah it's the sun records rock and roll mic. yeah one of one of the best words i think i ever heard describing it was iconic mm -hmm. totally you know, it, it really it reminds is me of, of like a cadillac or like a 55 chevy yep. it's amazing in fact that was part of the part of the reason for that design it was the 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 sort of um the folks that were designing that microphone originally the original unidyne kind of had i believe had that in mind when they were designing it. And and that was one of the things that, that Mr. Shure, I think, brought to the equation first. Was he was a, he was really into photography, very into visual arts, more than some other folks. So one of the things that made Shure mics popular beyond the way they, they sounded was that they were they were able to bring a little bit more of a pleasing aesthetic mm -hmm. to these microphones back when they were really kind of clunky and, and didn't look right so i mean really interesting shock mounting you know and suspension for the the cartridge designs a, a cool chrome oh, yeah. look very you know hot rotted almost it was it was real neat so the unidyne the the, the 55 uh, c very 
very cool. And uh, those those microphones are still unique. You know, if, if you can find an old one, hold on to it. That's <laughs> <Yeah>, collector's <laughs> See item. See if you can find a, a vintage <laughs> mic repair guy. Right. Uh, don't send it back to, to Shure, or at least if, <laughs> if you do. Or contact our applications engineering department or our archives if, right. you, if you're going to do that because you know you really want to make sure that that's treated well because those, those now, do you sell just history. like a ton of those things we're you know we're doing pretty well with that uh super 55 now what what ended up happening was I and mean, that mic kind of went away for a while and then we we have the classic line of microphones right which right, inc- right now includes what's called the 55 sh series 2 which is until recently had been the only reincarnation of of the original unidyne it had an on off switch and it, you know, basic dynamic cartridge. And it, it sounded okay. It, it was not really quite on par with even the SM58. It sounded reasonable. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people liked it for the look. So, and we would end up selling a lot, believe it or not, to prop houses, uh, movie productions, <laughs> TV, I don't, theater. Don't doubt that one bit. And, and I mean, among other people that would use it for performance or for broadcast or whatever. Now, do but, you guys still have the... Um... Uh, I'm looking at your website, the 520DX, which is, the, yep. it looks like the air raid, uh, you know, that's, the announcements are all calling all cars yeah. and <laughs> there's that's, a raid coming. Everyone run for cover. That's the other one. 520DX is uh, also called the Green Bullet. <laughs> and it's uh, it did start out as a battle announced microphone in World War II. And I have no idea. I'm sure there are people at Shure, you know, some of the historians over there that, that know exact, maybe know exactly when it came to be known as the harmonica mic, it was probably just somebody needed a microphone for a little blues gathering easy or something to hold. and just grabbed it. Yeah, it's easy to hold. It's uh, it's an omnidirectional mic, so you can just you don't have to really worry about it. Just kind of cup it, and it picks up really nicely right next to the reeds. So th- there's that one, and then there's the 545 and the 565, which were sort of the precursors to the 50 SM57 and the SM58. Those those were the models that were used at Woodstock and that's kind of what ended up propelling the SM57 and 58 into the role they're in now is is they they were seen at that festival and that was pretty good advertising started getting used yeah Yeah. they did 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 all right with that yeah just a legendary rock concert you know (laughs) now I want to ask you too about and and for those of you listening you can go to sure.com and check out all these mics. So I was going to say, the, uh, we were going to the Super 55. You were wondering about that. Yeah. So the Super 55, people over the years had been asking us because they noticed that the sound wasn't quite, I mean, it's not bad. It just wasn't, you know, as quite as good as the SM58. They're like, hey, I want to tweak this thing. And so they would call up and ask if, if they could, uh, if they or we could swap in something better, like a 58 cartridge or a beta 58 cartridge. And mm. there have been people actually doing those sorts of modifications for a while. But MacGyver. People people, yeah, MacGyver, right? <laughs> rubber band, rub, rubber band, paper clip, and mm-hmm. a pencil. Yep. You know? well, there you go. Uh, they sound like Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at look at Double D over there. Yeah, I sound great. Yeah, with a little bit of with a little bit of peanut butter and bananas. Yeah, and you're, you're, there you are. That's right. Uh, so people kept asking us and we kept saying, no, you know, we're, we're not going to do it, but here's the number for a couple folks. I think that the number for one of these gentlemen that may actually be on the FAQ still, but finally, after a, a number of years, so you would actually direct them to people who would make this modification. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our applications group is all about answers for people. And, and, uh, if you haven't gone onto the shirt, it's at www.sure.com slash FAQ. It's a pretty incredible, uh, or very living and breathing FAQ. It's not one of these things where you have maybe 10 FAQs. Yeah, the top five questions. Top five, and they never change, and it's <laughs> yes. not necessarily the thing that you Same need. Same thing from 1985 or whatever. Uh, it's got something like 3,500-plus responses. Wow. And growing. So they, it's a, it's a, it's a maintained, constantly maintained database by our applications group. You can Great. search by keyword. You can search by answer ID. They... Whatever answer you get, it'll say, you know, these following questions people found helpful based on, you know, if, you, mm-hmm. if you're looking at this question, these also might be helpful. So it's right. a really good resource for folks to head on to. But uh, the Super 55 kind of came out of a lot of those requests, and, and it's a – now it has the look and the sound. It's a much, much better capsule in there. It's got a little bit more focused polar pattern. It's it's uh, supposedly better. It's better gain before feedback. It's a it's what we call a super cardioid 
pattern as opposed to cardioid, and it does not have the on-off switch. So again, that's another, another signal that it's probably <laughs> I, that on-off switch. Uh, you know, Jeff Jeff has has one of those. Mm-hmm. Doesn't Raylon have one too? I, I believe so. Yeah. And I was uh, I was out front at a show singing through Jeff's mic and tripped it. Went to, into the second verse and <laughs> and I'm not hearing anything. So I'm just you know I'm starting to bellow even louder and I'm like oh doy there's an on off switch you know? <laughs> nothing's coming out of that yeah that's People why you got to tape looking that at up you you know yeah, they guys just tape it you know use yeah some tape that up Jeff tape it up Jeff uh, I want to ask you about beta what's the difference between just a regular like SM58 and then throw the beta in a lot of people don't know what the difference is yeah what's that deal there's a difference in price yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> what's the difference in quality there you go uh so that that kind of continues where we were talking about with you know what is pg what is sm beta is sort of our third live performance and recording microphone line and and beta has come to mean precision engineered microphones for both specific applications and also demanding environments and what we mean by that is by demanding we generally mean maybe loud and small and tight or just in general loud and where you need where you need to really isolate sound sources and have less bleed and better gain before feedback uh, for live Uh, or better isolation if you're recording multiple sources in the same room and uh, precision engineering of course we you know we take uh, great pains to to really get these things very consistent and very durable and so that kind of translates into what the differences are between maybe the SM58 and the Beta58. That's the easiest one to kind of latch onto, and probably the one that we get asked the most. The it's most, actually sure. one of the one of the biggest FAQs. And uh, starting from the top, uh, one of the things that, that differs there is the polar pattern. In general, it's not hard and fast rule, but in general, the the SM microphones are cardioid pickup pattern, and in general. The beta mics are a super cardioid pickup pattern, and just to go on a little bit of the sort of the, the now, what does that here, mean? Let's yeah. open the te- let's open Doctor Science. Let's open yeah. the textbook here. Uh, double, car- double D's like his his eyes are in the back of his head. He's yawning. Well, his, his microphone has a totally different pickup pattern <laughs> that I'm not even going to go into. Does it pick up snoring? <laughs> does it pick up snoring? Yeah, uh, I'm sure it would. <laughs> there we okay, go. Okay, so explain uh, the so that uh, cardioid is is uh, probably one of the most common what we call unidirectional patterns. You know, there's there's an omnidirectional pickup pattern, which right. basically means you can't aim the microphone. It's just you know picking up from all directions. So that'd be like a condenser mic type thing. It doesn't really have to do with uh, okay. condenser or dynamic. Okay. Those. What what condenser and dynamic is is how the microphone translates acoustic sounds into right. electrical. But any you know condenser mics can be omni. They can be cardioid, just like dynamic mics can be omnidirectional, or or they can be cardioid, or or what have you. But what the direction directionality is basically saying from what direction the microphone is more or less sensitive to sound. So a cardioid mic like the SM58 has a pickup pattern forward, like on the on the ball grill of about 130 or so degrees. And does a really good job of rejecting sound from the back. So it's perfect for if you have a wedge monitor right in back of the microphone and you're, you know, close in on it, it's going to do really well at, in that situation of rejecting feed, the, the monitor and having good gain before feedback. Hmm. Just like maybe in a studio application, if you were a, a rock singer that maybe doesn't feel comfortable with the big fancy studio microphone and headphones and in, in your own isolated booth, maybe you have claustrophobia. I don't know. <laughs> uh, some there's a lot of guys actually. That, uh, uh, I know Bono from U2 has been seen doing this. I think uh, uh, Rebel Yell that this technique was used to some degree, uh, where you have somebody that's really comfortable holding their SM58 or their handheld mm-hmm. focal mic because that's the way they perform. And they have, instead of headphones, they have the mix coming back at them through studio monitors and they're just singing out like they're in a club and, and they get the final result that way. Wow. So it's, it you know, those polar patterns can be used in the studio to sort of not pick up other things. They can be used to isolate tracks. They can be used also in live settings for better game before feedback. So that's SM58. The Beta 58 is even tighter, so the Super Cardioid kind of compresses that front pattern a little to about 115 to 120 or so degrees. Actually, yeah, like 115. So even a little bit tighter. But 
what you have to watch out for is that beta 58, the supercardioid pattern, has a little bit of a rear pickup. So one of the common quest, common things we get on the FAQ is, hey, I upgraded my SM58 to a beta 58, but I'm supposed to get better gain before feedback, but my, my sound system's feeding back more. Um, we get this sometimes with the Super 55 now, too, because that's a supercardioid. And what people forget is they leave the monitors in the same place, aimed at the back of the microphone, which is great for an SM58, but with a Beta 58, that's no longer the least sensitive part hmm. of the mic. So the trick with when you're using a supercardioid microphone is to move those monitors a little bit off to the side and actually fire into sort of an angle. Okay. Yeah, so kind of come come at you from the left and the right. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, just, yep, just not directly in back. Because yeah. even though you do get it, there's, it's not completely picking it up as much as the front. It's still going to pick up more than an SM. So the, the polar pattern's a big difference between SM58 and Beta58. Uh, another big one is the, uh, the magnet that's used. They're both dynamic microphones. The Beta58 has a stronger magnet, neodymium. And that's, it gives about 3 dB, 4 dB hotter output versus the SM58. Uh, frequency responses, just the way the microphone sounds, how naturally it reproduces the sound, that's a little different. It's hard to say exactly in what way. Uh, typically, people have told you know me, and my experience has been that the Beta 58 is a little bit, maybe a little bit brighter. Hmm. Maybe its presence peak is a little more pronounced. And then uh, the other thing that's different is the shock mounting. Uh, SM58 has some internal shock mounting to deal with maybe people handling the mic, rubbing the handle, tapping on the handle, or just, you know, contact right. through the mic stand, stand or something. The, uh, and it's, it's really pretty good on the SM58. The Beta 58 kind of takes that shock mounting to the next level. It's, it's very, very good. And uh, that translates into less handling noise, but also the ability to make the grill harder on the Beta 58. Uh, a lot of people don't realize they they know the SM58 dents, but there's a lot of misinformation out there where a lot of a lot of people think that that's that's a bad thing, mm -hmm. the denting of the grill. Right. It's actually a design feature. <laughs> Believe oh, it or really? not. But I'm not kidding you. <laughs> it's to protect it. No. It it is actually it acts like a crumple zone for the for the microphone. Really. So if 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 you were to, for instance, put a Beta 58 grill onto an SM58, and they would fit because of the threading. I'm not saying it won't survive, but it may perform. It won't necessarily perform as well in drop tests with a Beta 58 with the harder grill because the shock mounting isn't quite there. You know that that denting of the grill helps absorb the shock from the fall. It will actually help to protect your your SM58. Hmm. Yeah, I've known a lot of people. You know, uh, and that that, that uh, microphone is just not quite the same. Or I got some dents in it there, and you're like, okay, well, it sounds. It sounds. Is it okay here testing? You know. <laughs> well, yeah, you you wouldn't believe some of the some of the things that we get back. There's there. I think somebody one time found an SM58 at a truck stop or something. What? <laughs> <laughs> like rolled over. I mean, seriously, it looked like a like a. It actually looked like a 57. The the it wasn't shaped like a ball grill mm -hmm. anymore. It was like the compressed almost mm -hmm. to the, the cartridge. <laughs> Been run over a couple of times. And you know, and we 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 encourage people call us up with these stories and 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 a lot of times we like to help. We like we want those back. We like to help people out. So we'll we'll often tell people, "Hey, if you've got a crazy sure story, you know, feel free to call applications and and let them know about it. You know, let our archives know. We always love that stuff." And in some cases, I'm not necessarily encouraging everybody to just run out and call sure because <laughs> yeah. i'm sure the apps department would probably kill me <laughs> yeah. when i go back there but, but but in some cases we'll get those kind of crazy like i can't believe this microphone i found this and it, and it it's making sound you know so they'll send it back and we'll run it through our battery of tests and in a lot of cases they'll actually spec out which is just just ridiculous but speaking of crazy stories now um we presented you with a mic earlier <laughs> our uh, our own our own man on the scene double d here what do you expect i'm i'm the guy that's going to be doing the problems <laughs> so we Creating love we them. love sure mics and uh we have some sm58s and we're always in the market for more now that that 
that was supposed to be a beta, wasn't it? Yep. So Double D goes online and goes on to eBay, not the sure site, not down to the store. He's buying after you know aftermarket stuff. So Double but D. But they said it was new. That's called yeah. non-market stuff. Yeah, non-market well, it, stuff. Well, it is new. <laughs> <laughs> I, will so, give, I will give you that. It so is, it how is much? New. How much does that? That's a. SM58 beta, correct? Well, what what it is, or is it's supposed to they, be? It looks as though it looks as though they got the box right. What what the would box that, is what for does that retail SM58. for? Well, the SM58 LC is is you know street price, standard street price is uh, about ninety nine ninety nine. So it's okay, double D. What did you pay online? I think it was forty nine ninety nine. Forty nine ninety nine. Deal. Deal. And, that, and that's the SM. What what. What they what they have here is is uh, what is what prope- uh, proposes to be <laughs> a beta fifty eight A, which which runs more like one fifty one fifty nine. So we're thinking, so I got a pretty good deal, deal. for a hundred dollars savings. And, yeah. and as they say, if it's too if it sounds too good to be true, <laughs> it is. It probably is. Yeah, we, this is double D. So I he's never heard so, that before. Well, but you yeah. knew as soon as you opened the box, and it felt like a plastic baton. I mean, it was as wow. light as any mic I've ever felt. Yeah, we knew it was the wrong deal, and so thank God for PayPal. But that I can get my money back. I am curious though. How would somebody know? How do people know? Whether they have a, a real sure, or if somebody's pawning off some sort of, uh, you know, homemade piece of crap from, from well, Bangladesh, right? Well, that that's an ever changing uh, equation, right? As as uh, as people have more and more time to look at our product and try to figure out good ways of counterfeiting, it's it's only getting harder. And we're sure is very active. In the world, tracking down counterfeits as best we can, but as you know, it's it's just one of those things that it's kind of an uphill battle. So we will continue to fight it, uh, and it certainly helps to hear from from folks. One of the things I would certainly encourage people to do is is uh, certainly if you're on eBay or you're on a, a website, and and it sounds fishy, you know, if it's if it's way way cheaper than than that particular mic should be. That's why I usually encourage whatever they're selling. Go Google that model. Mm-hmm. Go on to, you know, a, a reputable music store website. Like for instance, I mean, I know around here, Ted Ted Brown's music is is a really good place. Very know? good place. There's there's a number we, of like there's Ted a number of, of online vendors. Uh, not saying to you know, I always like saying telling people support your local vendor, but certainly use the internet as a resource. You know, and and uh, and, and just look around and say. You know, kind of do price shopping and see, like, if this is way cheaper than everything else out there from those places, something's fishy. I would, uh, I would also encourage people to call Sure. You know, and we have a very friendly application staff, very friendly customer service staff, and just ask them, say, hey, I, f- I found this thing. We always like the tips. You know, it, it helps us track down <laughs> those folks and just have the internet be a better place to do business. Because didn't right? you say after you complained that they disappeared? Yeah, they just took their PayPal or their eBay account and it just disappeared. Yeah, right. Gone. So, yeah. so Double D single-handedly shut down. There you go. <laughs> and, yeah. this, and, and, and this is your trophy. <laughs> That's my trophy. <laughs> and we're so proud of that. Uh, so well, we you, tried to pawn so, it off on you. <laughs> so that that was that was the first step, right? The first step is We're actually just, looking to, for an exchange because we did buy that. And <laughs> 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 Where's the exchange department? Exchange department. <laughs> I think you'll get some bubble gum for it. Maybe, right. you know. I'll trade you a. I'll trade and, you the right box and a catalog. <laughs> you guys want a? You guys want a Beta Fifty Eight box? I can yes. track that down. Then we can sell it on eBay. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Photocopied from the web from the high res picture. On we'll the take your picture. We'll have your picture with it. It's a reputable dealer. It'll be all Absolutely. great. Absolutely. So you're so you're saying so that's the first step is just you know be aware of, of if something really sounds too good to be true if if somebody's trying to sell a, a carton or a case of SM58s for <laughs> you know a, a, a fifth of the price that it would normally you know something's up something something's up you know just just do some research that's that's key then the other thing if you do have the microphone or you see it in a store or you know I, I don't you know if you have have your hands on it. Uh, or you get something and you're you're a little suspect, like you think, hey, this is a little lighter than another microphone. Ways that you can tell are, uh, first off, want, the weight is one. I mean, if it feels really light and kind of cheap, it's it's probably not ours. Um, things on the bottom, I'm noticing that around the XLR connector, width of the handle, 
This one has a kind of a weird contouring and grooving to it, which ours is just flat. The color, uh, Beta has a very, well, for the Beta 58, this one has a very, very specific colors, right? The one I'm looking at right now, the handle's too dark. And the blue ring is like this neon royal, like a royal blue. And the actual Beta ring is, is a much lighter, like pastel type blue. So that's that's another but one of the biggest things that is typically wrong with both the 50, SM58 and Beta 58 counterfeits is shock mounting. You know, uh, if you take the ball grill off, that capsule assembly should move back and forth. You know, I don't don't mean to really pull on it too hard, but you know, as you guys can see, obviously people listening bit, can't. Yeah. It should wiggle. A little bit, and this one doesn't. It's completely fixed. And then, of course, the other thing is that the, <laughs> that the, the, the cap on top of the cartridge just kind of comes off. <laughs> no problem. So there, there's another problem happen. there. That shouldn't happen either. <laughs> the other one is that yeah, below the ball grill, under under the little Beta 58 badge, or, or the second sort of threading area, should come apart. This one doesn't. Because uh, one of the things in, a, in an SM58, Beta 58, is, is there's like a silicon gel sort of sealing in the transformer kind of helps with the low frequency response and to reduce sort of uh, moisture and all that stuff getting in there. So that, uh, that I suspect is not in here, although I can't tell because I can't uh, even I, undo the I handle. don't think anything's in there. No. Right. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's <laughs> a, lot just of a couple, air. that's just a couple ways of, of telling, you know, what about counterfeits. The big thing, the sound quality, because well, I plugged that thing in and that thing sounds like Mr. Microphone. There you go. That's uh, that's one of the ones that that'll tip you off too. If you, if it doesn't sound uh, sound good, <laughs> if, it, if it does, if if it sounds like you've got all kinds of foam in front of the <laughs> or your hand covering the the capsule while you're talking through it, Probably. really muffled or way too bright or or thin, you know, that's that's the thing. If it doesn't sound right, probably your first thing would be you know call sure. Mm-hmm. Hey, I think there's a problem with my mic. You know, and, and and something's weird. It feels light and all that. Just go if you think it's a counterfeit. I mean, feel free to bounce that off of the guys. I mean, they'll they'll be able to kind of ask you little details. Hey, does it look like this? Look, take off the ball grill. They'll walk you through the thing. steps. They can, yeah. You know, they they're there to help. Now, before we get into some of the uh, new products that you have that you brought today, we want to go through some of those. I just uh, just a. I think this is an interesting question. A friend of mine asked me to ask you this. Are there any iconic moments down through history that you can remember that Shore microphones were part of? I mean, there's mm-hmm. been, you know, whether it be sports broadcast, rock and roll moments, like you mentioned Woodstock earlier. Um, the Hindenburg going down. The Hindenburg going down, uh, you know, the the Radon and Tebby, whatever. I mean, where Shure has been, all they're all over the world and they've been around for a long time. Do you guys have any shining moments that you point to and go, "There's a sure microphone right there"? Oh boy, I it's it's almost. I mean, I don't. <laughs> it's yeah, not like I'm tooting, him. Yes. like I'm tooting tooting our own horn here, but that's what you're here it, for. There's almost it's almost can't be counted. You know, it's really hard. Everyone's kind of got their favorites. I mean, one of the one of the things to note is that I mean, the SM58 has been on the presidential podium as the president's microphone since certainly since Lyndon Johnson. Right. I mean, and that's right in between the teleprompters. Yeah. <laughs> Smack between the two them. on the on the custom <laughs> mount that, that we still hand make for the White House. Really? The custom shock mount. Wow. Yeah, one one's the main mic, the other serves as a backup or for a broadcast feed. But uh but yeah, the SM fifty seven has been sort of the official presidential podium hmm. microphone. I mean that that's Pretty iconic. I mean, whether iconic. whether or not you agree with what's being said through those the microphone, it's coming through loud and clear. So, through loud so and clear. that microphone has had more lies go through it in the past <laughs> seventy five years than any other microphone oh, on earth. Boy. That's something to hang your hat on, right there. Probably <laughs> just about uh, every big rock moment too. Every big say? rock moment. I mean, you, you look at even some of our non-endor. I mean, there's there's bands like, for instance, I mean, U two isn't officially a sure endorsed artist, but. I mean, they're using Sure Wireless with a 58 head. I mean, there's there's tons of people out there that don't necessarily have formal relationships with us that that rely on 58s and Beta 58s to get them through the gigs. I mean, my I, I really love recording. That's kind of one of my things. I interact with that community a lot, and I, I would say for me, one of my favorite sort of recording moments was or microphones in recording was the SM7B. 
used as one of the main mics for the Thriller record. Oh, very I mean, nice. one of the most. Probably think it's still the highest selling album, greatest selling all, album of all time. Of all time, and the lead vocals wasn't you know a multi thousand dollar condenser or esoteric ribbon mic or whatever. It was what what now runs the three hundred and fifty dollar dynamic microphone. Sweet, accomplished nice. that. Yeah. I mean, obviously so touched Pr- by the glove. So Vincent Price was actually doing his little bit into it then, probably too. According, huh? according to yeah, I, I, I spoke. Creatures crawling I did, in search of blood. I spoke with Bruce. <laughs> actually, what was one of the my cooler moments? Like let's say going working for sure was getting flown down to Florida where Bruce Wadeen lives and has his studio and doing an interview talking about that and and yeah he, he recounted that i'm pretty sure he said that vincent price's overdubs were also the sm7 nice. but the most, stamp of price yeah, most most yes. of that most of that record was the sm7 so well, that's amazing cool i mean obviously you got to have a good singer too but <laughs> <laughs> but to make him sound good he's got to have a good mic but it's pretty astounding what you know even a good dynamic vocal mic can can pull off so that that's a very i think that's pretty iconic that is very iconic well take us through some of the products that you brought here today that you guys are putting out and uh tooting right now great well uh one of the last lines that that we didn't go over yet when i I brought a couple from there was uh the ksm microphone line so we got beta and like i said specific applications uh demanding environments and that's where a lot of our drum mics and horn mics and, and uh Headworn and that kind of stuff fits, but KSM has really come to mean like our premier, our, our premium microphone line. It, for us, KSM, it doesn't really get much better than that. The ribbon mics fall into that category. We have some condensers, like uh, I've got this, uh, the KSM 44. Actually, Ooh, just under- that thing is awesome. Wow. <laughs> Looks like a rocket ship. I man. know. <laughs> it's got a nice fancy uh, paint job too. The the forty four just got a, re- a recent update to the forty four A, and uh, the forty four was our. Right what did you say? I'm looking at that on your website Absolutely. right now. Forty four is a uh, multi pattern mic condenser mic. It's got you can do omnidirectional, cardioid, or the figure eight or bidirectional pattern, and uh, it's just really versatile. Right, depending on what your application is, having all those patterns in there really helps you out. You've got low-frequency roll-offs and cutoffs to deal with either uh, the buildup of low-end called proximity effect that you get with directional microphones. Like, for instance, if I get in closer to the 58, it sounds deeper than if I back off. Right. So that roll-off on the condenser would help See, now you're giving my that. secrets away. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, yeah, not, not at all. <clears throat> you can't you can't just uh, speak like that. that that's talent you that know? is oh total yeah. talent yeah that's what i'm told every day <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh god there we went down that path <laughs> and then uh, you've got a, a a pad 15 db pad so if you need to mic really loud sources you can throw that in there and get extra headroom but the the 44 like i said the recent update was a brand new internal preamp that we designed that let us expand the dynamic range from the old 44 by about 7 dB. And it, it right now, it, it's the quietest condenser mic out there. It's four, four decibels of self-noise. Wow. In fact, I talked to some of the engineers. Apparently, we had to rework our test procedure to be able to consistently measure that. Because the, te- the previous test procedure was noisier than that. <laughs> so... It's a, it's a pretty pretty awesome, very wide dynamic range studio microphone. It's kind of the sort of pinnacle of our condensers mm-hmm. out there. It's and they, very beautiful. And they run about a grand. Is what they're what they're going for. Gimmer's got that out the, going out the door. So, yeah. You know, I, I saw you brought your checkbook. Walking home so with we'll it. Just uh, well, you know, a few <laughs> big wheel gigs. You got it paid off. Sure. Don't worry about yeah. it. Now, Double D is he on the KSM? He's on the KSM three one three. That's the the one of the new ribbon microphones, and that's a fixed figure eight pattern so it's it's picking up about 90 degrees uh towards double d and 90 degrees away and there's a lot of area around the sides and top and bottom that that has a big null point so it rejects a lot of sounds in those directions so why would you want a mic like that you know and a lot of times in recording that that'll work well because you get reflections in the room that are picked up by that back lobe so sometimes instruments can sound nice and nice and big that way you get the direct sound, but you also get some of the room coming in the back. Okay, coming back at you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, in live environments, you wouldn't necessarily think to use a ribbon in live environments, but you those 
null angles, we call them, are fairly big too. So you, if you're careful about the way you position a figure eight microphone, you can actually reject a decent amount of other sources in the space. Mm. Uh, I mentioned using a ribbon mic live. A lot of people kind of cringe at that. But uh, again, Sure got out of ribbons for a while, and we got back in when we had the opportunity to have a couple ribbon mics that would really take abuse. And there's, it's a special ribbon that's not traditional aluminum foil. It's, you're gonna, you guys are going to laugh at this. The name of the ribbon material is called Roswellite. <laughs> Incredible. I knew there was some alien about this. Yeah. 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 Is, that, is that that mysterious yeah. uh, material that they found? So when the they desert? were doing the autopsy. Weather balloons. Yeah. Just weather balloons. They it's alien it, skin. It, ligaments. Yeah, they <laughs> took some of those alien ligaments out there and they hung them in the ribbon mic. So really limited quantities. you gotta be, <laughs> yeah. got to be careful. Fast. Buy them now. <laughs> But the real story with these things is that they can they can take uh, about 146 dB with no problem. So we've had these things in front of kick drums. We've had them in front of you know loud trumpet players. Get, uh, we put it right up next to a you know Marshall half stack, cranked up to about eight or nine, and it's it it, it will not nice. have a problem. You got to turn oh. some of the sound guys on uh, with with that around here. Yeah. yeah, so it's doing pretty well, and and uh, looks pretty cool too with that that red and black. It's a it's neat, very classic looking. Yes. Very good. But another another one I brought is this KSM-42. It's a kind of a vocal version of the KSM-44. Sort of burned in the frequency response. Looks like something a jazz singer would, you know, be uh, belly yeah, up just, to. Yeah, it's, it's a just simple, you know, con cardioid condenser mic. But one of the things that, that's unique about it is it's got two diaphragms in it, even though it's one pattern. Usually when you have a two diaphragms, you're using those two diaphragms to make the multi-pattern thing happen. The second diaphragm controls that proximity, that, that low-frequency buildup, and kind of gives it a wider sweet spot. So it makes it really easy to pop it up in front of a vocalist, and, and slight variations of, of position for them aren't going to matter as much mm -hmm. as they would typically. But kind of the neatest thing about this mic is the, is the accessory it comes with, which is... Hold on a second. No, 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 <laughs> it's going no, down no, no. to the case. A new shock mount. That's open-faced in the front, so you can get kind of in closer mm -hmm. and not feel like the, the ring is going to bump right. somebody's nose or, or face. <laughs> and then oh, a, a magnetically the screen pop screen. Nice. That, oh, oh wow. it's magnetic. It's that's mag cool. Yep. So there's, I have not seen that before. Fits around the ring. Have you seen that? I have not. That's pretty sweet. So that comes with the microphone, and so you don't need that pop screen with on a separate mic stand or a different gooseneck and play right. around with that. That's one of the things that people kind of complain about the most dealing with vocal recording is having to position that pop filter. This one just kind of pops right on. In you front guys of the patented mic. that? I, I hope so. Yeah, I hope so too. Cause that is a <laughs> great idea right there. You can't see it at home, but what he has is a uh, windscreen that just magnetically seals itself right onto the mount. And like you said, you don't have to set up a, another boom or yeah, any kind right. of stand or anything to where you've got all these contraptions nylons if you check that out online <laughs> I where think are it, my nylons honey <laughs> oh I'm just uh, down in the basement goofing around with the microphone <laughs> they're in the studio <laughs> what are they doing in the studio I'm recording my podcast damn it <laughs> <laughs> it's just a crazy enough story to sound true yeah. <laughs> uh, so for the and for those people I mean you can check out what that looks like online obviously i think we have some training videos uh for those sure people out there com. yep for those people that are out there that that are current ksm 32 and ksm 44 owners those microphones will actually fit that shock mount which you can order separately so you just order the, the shock mount that comes and with the, the, and the magnetic and, well screen. those are separate things you can order right. the, the shock mount and the pop filter and just but then put yeah. them together it's yeah. i man i think that's really that's really pretty cool, cool. So what else is what else is crazy and new down there? Uh, we've got uh, the SM27, which uh, a lot of people will remember as the KSM27. It's kind of our lower lower cost sort of premium like condenser mic. You know, it, it was kind of reinvented. Uh, got a got a black paint job, and and that's about it. And and the model number changed to SM27 instead of KSM27. It's very much the same microphone. And kind of fits that bill as as kind of a workhorse condenser without breaking the bank. It's it's about I think they run about three hundred bucks. Basic cardioid has a has a pad so you can mic loud sources with it. Has low frequency roll off and cut off and a shock mount. So it's it's a nice basic. A lot of times people will come in to shows and ask me, you know, I need 
I need one microphone or two microphones. I've got all, I've got X amount of budget, but I need to buy interfaces. That's for my computer, my interface, mic stands, cables, all this. I, I really think I just want to start with one or two mics. What do I get? You know, I want to get a Shure. And, and a lot of times, if they say one, I'll probably say the SM57. It, uh, or if they have X amount of dollars, like 300 or so, or 400 or 500, I'll be like, all right, you want one dynamic microphone and one condenser mic. And so I usually recommend SM27 and, and SM57. Get those two and you can get a lot of combinations of sounds. Gets mm. you, you know, 90% of the way just to get going. And then as you build out your studio and get more projects done and want to add to your mic locker, you know, add some different stuff. Add some multi-pattern mics. Add maybe maybe a ribbon, you know, for a different type of tone, you know. Well, Gimmer, you're in a band. You got any any band questions? We got to wrap this up here. We're hitting. Yeah, the you know, I'm a I'm a drummer, and you know, normally there's a a boom <clears throat> mic next to me because I sing as well, and I'm not sold on headphone mics and whatnot, but I'm leaning more and more towards them as uh, the gigs and the months go by because next training know, and everything. Yeah, well, depending on where you're at, you know, they'll have different kind of, you know, uh, stands. Sometimes they'll just have a full-on upright and, you know, um, where you're actually leaning over to the left to sing while playing the drums. And, I mean, it can get really old. So what have you got for, uh, you know, a wireless or or a, head, a headset type deal <laughs> anyways? Yeah, probably the uh, the best option. There was, there's kind of two options, I guess, for us. Um, certainly a directional headset microphone. Uh, if you're looking for one on a budget, we have uh, a microphone called the PG-30 mm. headset. There's also the WH-20. Uh, WH-20 is probably a little bit more robust in terms of the headband. It's, it's just a solid thing that sits there, has a little bit of a croaky mm -hmm. on the back. And that's a cardioid mic. The, the PG-30 is, is a cardioid condenser. It's kind of a one-size-fits-all where it flexes. Mm -hmm. uh, depending on your head size, either one of those two mics is one I'd recommend. I don't it's, know. Is it a big, <laughs> do I have a big dome? No, expanding. You've got a mid-sized mid dome there. So th those two work great. I think the one that I would recommend, if you can save up, it, it's just going to say it's going to be great, is the Beta 54. Mm -hmm. And that has an adjustable headband. It fits over both ears. Nice, thin kind of wire construction. Uh, and it's a super cardioid. Hmm. Boom. With a little... You know, and how much, is that and how much am I having to save up? Uh, those are somewhere in the 300 or so. Okay. Well, that's not too bad. Somewhere yeah. around Christmas there. is coming. Christmas Except is coming. Now that's, that's just the microphones. If you're, if you're doing wireless, there's obviously a cost associated with the, the receiver and the transmitter. But I, I will say... Uh, Wireless is, is a cool, convenient thing, but certainly if, if you're a drummer sitting down not moving, I would, I would say that, that only use wireless really when you, when you need to. Right, okay. Uh, in, in that it, it's, there's certain complexities that go along with choosing the right frequency, especially if you're touring around and having to choose new frequencies because the frequencies you can use largely depend on what TV is active in your area you know if there's certain tv channels are occupied you can't tune to them mm. likewise public safety you can't that. i didn't know that either to those because wireless microphones and and tv stations op just kind of share uh spectrum i had no idea mm -hmm. so you could be tuning in and trying to sing and we're hearing hannah barbera yeah mr so, ed wilbur yeah, so so for those <laughs> wireless awesome. so for those wireless mic users out there <laughs> uh that that are also not aware that, that that's the case <laughs> choose channels we zero. have another website i'll throw at you is www.sure.com slash frequency and that's an online frequency finder that sure has where you can type your zip code in and the sure system that you have or one that you're planning on purchasing and it will tell you what tv stations are broadcasting within the tuning range of that system, mm -hmm. how far away they are, blah, 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 and then tell you sort of the best frequency band to purchase, and in that frequency band, what groups and channels to use, and, and that sort of... Can that I, is I, awesome. It helps. Very. It's not... Because I've been yeah, in church before where they're solution. using wireless, or and all of a sudden you're hearing like a radio station or a TV station. Like, how does that happen? Ten five touchdown! I know, <laughs> and everyone in, everyone's excited and heading out the door. There, yep, yeah, gone. <laughs> there's there's a, there, wireless is an interesting thing. There's there's a lot of factors, and uh, we 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 do seminars around the country that you know are four plus hours long about this topic, and they, and even then just sort of 
not scratch the surface, but we don't, you know, that's there. You could go, you could teach a whole class. On well, it. I feel like we've just barely scratched the surface here because you guys, not only microphones, you have headphones and earphones and you know, we kind of touched the wires, lots of products and everybody should go to sure.com. Dave, thanks for coming in before you head out. Give us any last word of uh, advice, information, so forth about the Sure product. I know you mentioned Ted Brown around here is a good place to get it. And all the information that you've shared is pretty much on Sure.com. And any last words? Well, uh, you know, just I mean, like I said, Ted Brown, Sure has dealers all over the country, all over Washington, Tacoma area. You know, just if you have a local person, support them, you know, uh, and uh in general, just, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there. Just kind of use your ears, do research, you know, be, be careful, the counterfeit thing, be careful <laughs> yeah. what, what you buy, where you buy. <laughs> um, you know, just one of my, one of my favorite quotes, you know, when I teach recording seminars, but certainly live and all that is, is if it sounds good, it is good, right? So use your ears, uh, do research. If, if you like something and you want to try something out, I mean, that's, that's what it's about, right? We get into this for the fun of it. Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. And and hopefully you you decide that that sure is the the right product and that sounds good and and just you know keep us in mind. Check check back with us. We're always you know we, we're on Facebook. We're on the website MySpace. You know we'll we've got all, all kinds of links stuff on and, our page. And uh, we love hearing from Sure fans and and uh, any any questions that, that people have, any concerns, anything like that. We're a pretty active company, you know, and just evidenced by the fact that, you know, someone like myself, the company pays me to fly out here for, for seminars. Visit the Northwest just, Convergence Zone. Just, just to interact, you know. <laughs> Good, with, I thought with we people. had to pay for this. <laughs> we, we, we like, one of the big things that I feel sets us apart is that support and that presence around just the feet on the street kind of thing. Well, we're, we're, we're big everywhere. fans. Uh, we've tried several different microphones in here, and sure is the sure thing no doubt about it dave thanks so, so much for coming we thanks for having it. me it's been a blast all right man i want to thank dave for coming in it was a long conversation but it was worth it don't you think absolutely and uh, we could so, have had more you know uh, well when we have him back in we got several other uh i want to hear more about that wireless thing because yeah. i want to learn how to tap into the wireless things that'd be fun when you get the wireless headset yeah. i'm going to be out back and i'm going to tap into your channel <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, hey, don't forget uh, November 19th, and uh, that is at Jazz Bones on 6th Avenue. $7 gets you in, starts at 8, goes till 1130. Uh, Sweet Kiss Mama, Midnight Salvage Company, Guns in Nevada. We want to see you all there, and we have some uh, limited edition CDs we want to hand out. It's going to be a really fun time. It's going to be a good night. We want to pack that place. And uh, Gimmer? Yeah. Been here guest hosting the last two weeks. We really appreciate it. It's been a real pleasure. I enjoy it. Well, best of luck with all the big wheel stuff. Thanks, Pat. Drop by anytime. You know, you, you got something going on, and uh, you're always welcome in the man cave. I'm just in the neighborhood. I just cruised over here on my bike today. <laughs> That's you, that's actually, all red face you did. Sweaty. good thing it wasn't raining uh anyway we've been you know since joe left the program we've been wondering what to do and so we are uh we put out the word and we've been talking to some people and um doing some behind the scenes work and stuff and so we found our guy and we are going to unveil the newest member of the northwest convergence zone at our November 19th gig, Double D. It's going to be Double D. No. No. <laughs> yes. No, I guarantee you it's not Double You're D. You're already a I'm member of the Northwest yeah, Convergence Zone. Yeah, but I'm stepping up the next chair no. up. Yeah. We would be shut down. If we were number five this year. We would be number 500 out of 250. That's all I'm saying. Oh. oh that's just not <laughs> nice. No. Our, but the guy we have in mind, stellar, don't you think? I'm excited. He paid me 20 bucks, yeah. I mean, what we wanted was a guy who knew the Northwest, knew the music scene, knows Tacoma, well-rounded guy, has uh, lots of knowledge of uh, lots of different topics, and, and I'm excited about it. Yeah, so, that is all true. That Sounds is pretty true. smart. He's a, he's a very cool cat. I think you've met him. But uh, anyway, let's get on out of here. This is uh, the Northwest Convergence Zone. Where all things come together. This is some sweet kiss mama that you're going to hear on November 19th. This is titled Ready to Go. I know it's been a long show, folks. Thanks for sticking with us. We'll see you next week on the Northwest Convergence Zone. Laters.
This has been a production of the Northwest Convergence Zone. Email us at nwconvergencezone at gmail.com.